Hey everybody, London here. Thank you for listening to Spot Hidden Octoon. You can watch Octoon live on Sundays at 8 p.m. Eastern Time on twitch.tv slash spothidden. And now, enjoy the show. The office is empty right now with the captain not to be found, but all three of you are sitting there waiting for your next briefing. Why is he late? He's never late. Yeah, well... Maybe we're early? Taking a sweet time putting on his kilt. How do you... uh, Keeper, what's around the office here? What are we looking at? So, in front of you, you have uh, a very large desk, almost like a uh, school teacher's desk. Um, and you have a lot of, uh, you probably have about 20 chairs in the room, and y'all are sitting in the front row, the uh, front three seats, uh, facing directly at this desk. And there's a uh, nice armchair behind that desk. And right behind the uh, desk is a uh, very large uh, painting, a uh, mural. And uh, there, there's an apple on the desk, and there's a few papers on the desk, um, but nothing really of importance. And then to your right, uh, there are about three windows, uh, but the uh, shutters are uh, closed. So there is no sunlight coming in. Okay. Where is this Good office? Enough. Like, where do we always go for meetings? You are on the second floor of one of the uh, uh, British military buildings uh, located in London. Okay. Uh, what, what type of apple were we talking here? <laughs> it's Granny, Granny Smith. Smith. <laughs> okay, well now I have no choice. Uh, everybody give me go. a listen roll, please. Damn. Shit. I love Granny Smith. Ah. Uh, 48-60 success. 66-41 failure? Yep. All right. So as all of y'all... What, what was that, Trevor? Sorry, 49-21, sorry. No, you're good. No, thank you, thank you. Um, So as both Hayes and Pinky are uh, sitting in this nice office room, uh, both kind of conversing about their past weekend and how it went, maybe there was a little bit of partying going on, or maybe they were doing a little bit of studying, Dragomir hears uh, a pair of two footsteps, uh, or a pair of two people walking down the hallway coming in. And the door opens, and you see Captain Wesley Pendragon come in. You'll all three stand up to acknowledge his authority and presence in the in his rank in the uh, British military. But also, uh, you see a man following behind him, uh, another high-ranking officer of Her Majesty's Navy. Good afternoon, agents of KP. Uh, you may be seated. Your next... test. I'm sorry, Stone Haze. Oh no, talking to myself. Okay. Um, we are pressed for time. I'm going to be short with you, and uh, I'm going to get right to the point. We have a matter that needs to be taken care of quickly, on the coast of Norway. This, this young man right here to my right, is Captain Thatch of Her Majesty's Navy. You will board his captured German U-boat, and you will sail with him and his crew to the coast of Norway. 
From there, you will dive deep into the sea, trying to find a German facility that is creating U-boats underneath the water. We haven't been able to pinpoint their location, but they, if they continue to make these U-boats, it's going to be a real thorn in our ass. If you know what I, if you know what I mean. How are they making them underwater? That is what I need you to find out. Now, if we have to take a U-boat, how exactly are they getting down there? Other U-boats. Ah, that makes sense. Captain Thatch, would you like to explain more of the situation? And you see Captain Thatch in this kind of great uh, coat that uh, some of the officers in the Navy would wear. And he has his official uh, hat on. He has also a very big beard. You can tell that he's been out to sea for some time, and this is his first back, uh, his first day back on shore. But yet he has not had time to shave and get himself prepared uh, back on uh, land life. He looks at all three of you with kind of a very serious tone in his eyes. There's something in that water that needs to be taken care of. My men and my boat were sunk. Half of my crew was able to swim back up above the water where we were able to get aboard a cargo ship. That cargo ship took us to France where we were able to secure another U-boat. That story I can tell you perhaps another time. But I need all three of you. I've been told that you can get stuff done in a quick matter of time. And uh, Captain Wesley Pendragon looks over at Pinky and says, Yes, uh, Captain Thatch, this is a peak Pinky O'Connor from the American, the American, uh, the U.S. <laughs> the American West. Yeah, I was about to say the American <laughs> islands. We're not an island. <laughs> well, maybe. The American colonies. The American colonies. <laughs> um, this um, is Pinky O'Connor with the United States. Yeah, so there's three of us here. Right. Well, and technically you... five. So are you, are you talking to me or... You talking well for for the mission okay but no i'm talking to the whoever the both the in charge okay the yeah um i was like there's there's three of us here you expect us three to operate an entire u-boat captain thatch looks at you and says negative i will be there and what's left of my original crew will also be there to guide you to norway we will dive deep into the water but after that, you will use these advanced prototype scuba suits that we have begun to create. You will technically be the first kind of guinea pigs to wear them. You will f- get out of the U-boat safely and look around. You will dive further into the water if you have to, but you must find this facility. We cannot allow these U-boats to being created. They've already started to make more of our cargo ships sink. We can't lose any more if we are going to take back 
most of Europe that has already been stolen. <clears throat> and uh, oh. real quick, just let me let everybody know in the audience, uh, this is taking a year later um, after the events of the past two episodes, which took place in 1938. It's 1939, so right now Hitler has begun to invade Poland and start his blitzkrieg uh, across Europe. Uh, Captain, uh, uh, Stonehaze, Large Package Society, uh, I have a quick question regarding how exactly long do you expect us to be on the ocean floor? Because I, for one, prefer an ox oxygenated environment. Uh, and let's just say sharks, they have made it clear that their turf is their turf. I would prefer not to bother. The captain looks at you, but you can tell he's a little bit more serious. Are you questioning a direct order? Not questioning a direct order, sir. Uh, Good. I suppose what I'm asking is... Uh, I'm sorry, are have... you talking over a high-ranking officer right now? I don't believe so. Very well, then. To answer your question about being afraid of being on the bottom of the seafloor, not with any oxygen, these advanced su scuba suits do have air tanks on the back of them. You'll be able to be under the water for a long period of time. We're hoping about two hours. Oh boy. Mm. Alright, more serious note. <clears throat> Do we know how the Germans got all the way to Norway with their facility? We do not. But we know that they are creating these U-boats underneath the water. My crew was sent out there to scout the area. And we saw one of the U-boats submerge itself in that area. Well, I don't know about you two, I'm good to go. Don't uh, think we have a choice but to be good to go. I'll need to look at the plans for the U-boats. And the scuba suits. And any idea of what facility we may be looking for, as far as entrances and exits and how they would breathe. How would they breathe? Okay, so uh, with that, Captain Thatch pulls out two pieces of paper uh, with the boat, a picture of the U-boat, the German U-boat, and he also gives you these blueprints of the advanced scuba suits, and you can tell that the you'll you'll have uh, a kind of mouth piece hooked up to a almost like a vacuum tube that will be connected to the oxygen tank. You'll also be given a pair of uh, snorkeling goggles, um, and you'll have these two oxygen tanks that will be on your back, plus a nice uh, little scuba suit that you'll wear. I look at it and say, oh, this is certainly a prototype. Yes, we are still working on the design, but right now, it will do. So we need to leave now, if we may. All right.
Dong will start walking, but uh, while doing that, um, right? Is there a Pinky? Do you see any sort of um, anti-shark defenses uh, with with the uh, with those plans there? Uh, yeah, right here, and I, I point towards the little human figure's hand, right there. Oh, so we. Uh, yes. You know, it's it's their property. Stonehaze. Your guns, your guns will probably not work underneath the water unless you get into the facility and there's some way that they've been able to have an area where there is no water. I would not know how they would do that, but your guns will be ineffective in the water. If you have knives or perhaps a harpoon gun, then I would bring those. But even if we do take our guns and we get into the water... The, do they still use gunpowder at this point? <laughs> I don't no, know. How guns no. Work. If guns get wet and then are it, not it, wet anymore, would, will they work? You'd be trained how to dry it off quickly. Okay. Thank yeah. you. That was my question. I know guns. Yeah, but I would definitely probably not want to submerge like right. uh, one of these rifles or machine guns underneath the water, yeah. or, like salt water for like two hours. Yeah, that's no, true, that's you know? we're not even going to have to be able to take it with us. We're just going to have to raid the. I'll say that we should not even take our guns with us. We will have to raid the facility when we get there. I mean, yeah, the malfunction. Honestly, if you wanted to put that in the game, the malfunction number would have to go from 96 to like 60 something if they did get submerged. You well, know, that, does not that is true. Our luck. Yeah. Um, so Captain Wesley Pendragon looks at all of you and he says okay agents if there is nothing else Captain Thatch will escort you to his U-boat his car is parked right outside of the office okay uh, I am going to take a pistol I don't think I'll take the typewriter um, and I want to wrap it in a plastic bag and put it in with my stuff that's also going to get submerged. Are you going to blow oh, air into the bag? So, like, if it falls into the water as you're boarding the U-boat, it's floating? I don't know if that would help. <laughs> <laughs> I saw somebody post that, like, about your phone. Like, that's what you need to do if you're on the lake water. I don't think that'll ocean. work with a phone anyway. I was like, if a little bit of water sense. gets in there, it's gone. <laughs> a phone right. might make sense, but a full handgun, no. So you're going to put your, uh, so is it a You'd revolver or a pistol? Um, yeah, I'll just, I kept the Luger, okay. um, from a year ago. Like, why, why not? It's a good German uh, weapon. Um, Pinky, and I'm uh, not going to bring the typewriter. You okay. got another one of those? The Lugers? No, I'm sorry. No, no, the bag. <laughs> oh, the bag? Uh, I just got them over here in this storage box or wherever they give us stuff. <laughs> I'll tell you what, Pinky, you are brilliant as a uh, stone is putting... <laughs> His revolver in a plastic bag. I'll also do that. I don't think this is going to work at all, but... I'm also going to bring my flip lighter, which is also going to put in a plastic bag. Um, tw- uh, cigarette box. Um, that's about it. That's everything that can't get wet. And so my wristwatch. I have my... I have all my thing. Like, I use a Soviet combat knife. Can I say I have a couple of those and I bring a few extras... <laughs> Sure, I'll, I'll allow start it. throwing okay. them? Cool. I'm gonna, no, because you don't throw shit underwater. But just in case something happens, I'm gonna bring, like, we'll say I'll bring three. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah, Stone's got everything he needs. 
I'm strapped. I'm like Bucky Barnes up in this bitch. I'm ready to go. Flip that sucker. All right. So as y'all begin to leave the office and walk down the steps of the HQ for the agents of KP, you notice Captain Thatch's car pull up with the driver opening the car doors for y'all. You notice that it's a uh, Rolls-Royce Phantom. And you get inside this very, very nice car, and it speeds off to the east coast of England where you board the U-boat. About four hours later, you are sailing away towards Norway on the U-boat. You have not dived yet, but you are still, uh, I guess, breached above the water. And uh, the crew and you are all out on top of the deck waving goodbye to the coastline of England. Uh, man, you would not believe how fucking hot it gets under a trench coat. Good lord. I feel like this is the time to tell you all that I do not know how to swim. I think you mentioned that once before. Yes. A couple times, in fact. Well, yes, I don't... I don't like this. Look at this Rolls-Royce Phantom. It's beautiful. I know. <laughs> um, and with that... Beautiful uh, car. Everybody give me an, a constitution save, please. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, 1840 hard success. How do I... 91 versus 90 failure. Oh. Roll, roll 20 just fucked me. It yes, did. It, it fucked you gently with a chainsaw. So At least this time it's not Daniel dying. Anyway, sorry. So apparently, uh, Dragomir and Pinky have been on the open seas before, somehow, or on lake, somehow in a boat before. But Stone Haze doesn't really have his sea legs, and he begins to get a little bit seasick. Stone Haze, would you like to um, act out you being sick, or would you just rather me describe it? Uh, this shit don't feel right. Uh, I'm. This one's pretty, uh, <coughs> uh, pretty heavy. Um, whew. Okay, we're going back to... <coughs> yes, as Stone Haze begins to throw up over the side of the U-boat, all the very hardened <sighs> veteran crew of Captain Thatch's U-boat is just staring at him kind of in a disgraceful manner. They They don't really think that all three of you should be there. Uh, sorry, friends. Uh, I got real sick about a year ago. It's it's uh, something we're not too keen on talking about, but anyway. <coughs> I'm going to go take a walk around this U-boat, look at everything. Okay, on top or below? Below. Okay. And so Pinky begins to go back to the top of the U-boat to climb into the bowels of it. What you see is, as you enter on the ladder, you see the command part of the U-boat, where you have your radar and sonar. It used to be sonar at this point. Sonar um, devices uh, that will alert you to other U-boats that perhaps be in the water or other cargo ships and other vessels that are above the water. Uh, You see a bunch of other uh, mechanical instruments that power the boat. Uh, you see the, uh, the I guess, the second hand for the crew, for Captain Thatch, his best mate, 
um, who's also down there working with some of the uh, crew members. And you notice that a lot of the other crew members outside of the U-boat are beginning to come back in to start manning their stations. As you hear Captain Thatch above, go ahead and begin the plunge into the deep. It'd probably be best for Stonehaze and Dragomir to probably get back into the U-boat. Yeah, for sure. Oh yeah, he's looking for a bed. Okay, and Stonehaze and Dragomir begin to enter back into the U-boat. Uh, everybody give me a spot hidden roll, please. Aha! Wow. Okay, three versus 35 extreme? Uh, five versus 75 extreme. <laughs> Excellent. So Pink, 79, Pinky? 35. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Pinky, you do find uh, where all three of you will be bunking for the night. You also find where the uh, typewriter and Morse code um, room would be located also to get messages back and forth to England. Now, because Dragomir and Stone Hayes had a extreme success, uh, they also, on the way over to board the U-boat, uh, took a look at the um, kind of map or blueprint of the U-boat that uh, Pinky was given by Captain Thatch. And they noticed that at the front of the ship is where the torpedo room was located. And now they are looking at this big room. Well, for a U-boat, it's, it's big. Um, but it has about three torpedoes on each side. And you see these two tubes directly in front of it that you would guess to be where they would load the torpedoes to fire. <clears throat> so on this U-boat, there's about six torpedoes on it. That's not worrying about the fact that you're being very specific to point that out to us. <laughs> I guess Did you notice that out too? Did I notice mm -hmm. that as well? Huh. Uh, at this point, Stone has pushed back the hood that he wears. Um... Revealing uh, longer grayed hair. Um, and uh, he's going to take a kind of walk around. Wait, while Has the... hair always been that long? It's It's been a year, but like that seems like more than would grow in a year, right? Well, uh... <laughs> good genes. Uh... <laughs> anyway, and... Uh... Stone's gonna start taking a taking a walk around this U-boat. Pinky's gonna start walking around the U-boat and telling other people how to do their jobs. <laughs> He's backseat driving a U-boat. All right, well, yeah. We'll start off he with is. Stone Hayes, Dragomir. What what are you doing <laughs> at this moment? Um, I not to be like everyone else. I'm also just gonna kind of walk around, a little uncomfortable, mostly looking around. Like, are we good down here? Like, is this thing gonna break anytime soon? <laughs> More than, you know, trying to familiarize myself. Just, like, scoping it out. Making okay. sure I'm not going to die. Okay. And Stonehaze, are you looking for anything in general? Or are you just, just browsing around? You've never been in a U-boat uh, before, so I'm sure this is very interesting for you. Oh, yeah. He's he's browsing a little bit, but he's also kind of keeping an eye out for the... Uh, the It's the captain, right? That's his official... Uh, yes, Captain Thatch. Captain Milo captain Thatch. Thatch. Right, and he's kind of keeping an eye out for him, seeing if he spots him without being too in the way. Okay. And Pinky, uh, describe going over to one of the 
crew members <laughs> and telling him how to do one of his jobs. <laughs> um, let's say Peaky goes towards the guy listening on the sonar and um, <laughs> starts, talk, starts to talk to him about uh, how he should sort of up the amps a little bit. You get a better idea of what you're listening for. You know, just stuff like that. And then he'll walk over to the engine, um, into the engine room <laughs> <laughs> with the chief engineer uh, reading all of the the dials and, and the valves and stuff. Like, it seems a little warm right there, don't you think? You could cool it down if you loosen up that knob a little bit. You know, just things like that. Can you give me an appearance <laughs> roll, please? Oh, oh no. Such, a, such <laughs> an asshole. Just not good. <laughs> 2140. Wow. <laughs> the crew members begin to get a little frustrated with you. <laughs> and one of the crew members tells the first mate, and the first mate talks to the captain, but the captain gathers the crew and says, Listen, these three troops are agents of KP. I know most of you men don't know what that means, but. These are the best of the best England has right now. So I suggest all of you shut it for the time being. We have a long journey. If Mr. Pinky O'Connor has something to say, <laughs> then he will be allowed to say it. Is there any other yeah. questions? <clears throat> Back to your stations, then. Yeah. <laughs> and then... <laughs> You notice your ears to begin to pop in a way. Oh, fuck. You notice that the U-boat has begun its dive into the water. We jump to a day later. You all three are asleep on your bunks. But the pressure begins to relieve itself from your ears. You hear on the intercom, all hands to deck, all hands to deck. Pinky jumps up and goes to the engine room. Okay. I'm going to go to wherever we're supposed to be going, whatever the deck is. Well, all right. He'll do the same. You've noticed by the way the crew is moving, they're heading towards the command center of the boat, which is in the direct center of the U-boat. You notice that a lot of them are climbing to the top where the deck is, the U-boat. So you can... I guess it's safe to say that you have breached the water and you are uh, above the sea. Okay. I would like to go get fresh air for the first time in a day. <laughs> okay. Feels much longer. All right. So Drag Dragomir is climbing to the top of the deck. How about you, Pinky? I'm bothering the chief engineer about how pressure is and, you know, how everything's looking, what needs to be repaired, if anything, stuff like that. Right. It's bothering the engineer. Yeah. Boy, you, you, you know a lot about this type of stuff, right? Have you ever been on a U-boat before? Uh, no, this is my first time. 
and you're telling me how to do my job. Yeah, yeah. Right. You just survived a fucking U-boat wreck. <laughs> what what part of the U.S. are you from? Uh, New Jersey. Why? Jersey. Very nice. I'm from Birmingham. Cool. And Stone I wish Hayes, Stone what? was there because I know Stone would go Alabama. One hundred percent would. One hundred percent. I was just waiting for it. I didn't realize you weren't even there. Stone Alabama. Hayes, Stone Hayes, what are you doing again? So he's um, he's kind of he's leaning against a post, kind of watching the captain. He's also looking for a a, a moment. Uh, there might be a bit of a one on one. Uh, unless he's too busy, then he just kind of slinks away. Okay. Back up to Dragomir, who is coming out onto the top deck of the U-boat. Can you give me a spot hidden roll, please? Yes. Or uh, a natural world roll. Oh, I'd already rolled spot hidden. Okay. Um, mm. That is a 79 versus 75 failure. Okay. Most of the crew is above deck, getting a little bit of fresh fresh air and a little bit of sun, but you notice there are clouds beginning to roll in from the west. The waves begin to become a little bit uh, choppy. You hear Should we the... be concerned about that? Captain Thatch overhears your little comment, and comes over to you and says, I wouldn't be so worried about the weather. There are times where it does begin to get a little choppy out here, and there are storms. But in one of these vessels, we are able to go underneath the water, and we are perfectly safe from Mother Nature. Uh, I'm not right. <laughs> I don't know if safe is... Underwater is really safe, but comparatively, I see what you mean. It's Dragomir, right? That's right. You are from Russia? I am. It's very strange, I must say, that a Russian fighting on the side of the Allies. Yes, well... I am just someone else who does not want this war to escalate more than it already has. It's rumored by many other high-ranking officials that one day the alliance between Russia and Nazi Germany will no longer be of use and Hitler will turn on its Russia, Russian allies. But these are it. just rumors, so I wouldn't worry too much about it. You any family still in Russia? No. Well then. There is nothing for me there. Good. Good. Now, where are the other two companions of yours? If I had to guess... Stone is probably trying to find his way around, and Pinky is probably bothering some of the crew right now. Well, it is safe to say this is the area that we spotted the U-boat many weeks ago. 
So in about 30 minutes, we will begin the dive, and your team will have to exit out of the U-boat to look for the facility. But I must warn you, Dragomir, I understand that you are agents of KP, and I am good friends with Captain Wesley Pendragon. And I know what his family is kind of used to. Be careful underneath the water. They're much larger and fiercer creatures than Nazi soldiers underneath these waves. That is what I was afraid of. And with that, Captain Thatch looks at you and nods and turns back around, uh, waving to the first mate to begin to gather the crew and gather you and anybody else who's on the top deck to begin to get back into the U-boat so they can plunge underneath the water. We will cut forward again. You have your advanced prototype scuba suits on. And you are all about to exit out of this kind of hatch to the side of the boat. You've never really seen this. This is located towards the rear of the boat, close to the engine room. In the middle of the engine room and close to the bunks. It's in the middle. But it's a kind of small hatch that leads into a very small room that has another hatch. Captain Thatch comes up to you and says, now, you'll both, well, all three of you, will go in each at one time. You will enter this kind of box slash room. We will close the door behind you. The pressure will exit and the water will fill. Then it is up to you to uncrank the other door and exit. And then you must close it back so the water can flush itself out, and we can release air back inside. <clears throat> Who's up first? I look uh, at Pinky Stone. actually volunteered. <laughs> so, <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> uh, so, Stone putting his hand on his back. Yeah, you got this, Pinky. I believe in you. I love your enthusiasm. Uh, But you're the strongest and far more intelligent. And that's why I will back you up. Dragomir? Mm. Ah, fuck it. All right. Ladies Stone first. jumps in. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever happened to ladies first? What? All right. So yeah, you're right about that one. Gentlemen's etiquette. <laughs> oh, my God. You are all... <laughs> all right. Stone's I'll go first. Way. <laughs> okay, never right, mind. So Dragomir is going first. All right, so <laughs> yeah, yeah. two members of the crew begin to open the hatch, and you are allowed inside this room. The hatch is closed behind you. There's a small window that's kind of fogged over, but you can see Stone Haze in his little scuba goggles, plus Pinky also in his scuba goggles, kind of looking inside, kind of curious to see what's going to happen. The oxygen level begins to drop inside, and you are able to switch over to breathing through the oxygen tanks you are wearing. And you notice that the water begins to fill into this small room and now it's risen above your head and you were submerged in water so now if you would 
Give me a strength roll, please. Hmm. We all know it's coming. I'm not so gonna say what. So it begins. Seventy-four, sixty, failure. Sixty-five, ninety-five, success. Twenty-one, seventy, hard success. So Dragomir, still in this room, is having a little bit of trouble un kind of hinging this door. It's a uh, circular kind of knob that you would kind of twist a couple of times to release the mechanism that would allow the door to open. But it seems to be a little bit rusted or stuck on something. Can you give me a uh, spot hidden roll, Dragomir? Yeah. Mm. 8975 failure. It's it's happening again. So you are having a very hard time getting this door open and you see Captain Thatch on the other side of the window. He's he's pushed Stonehaze and Pinky out of the way and he's kind of pointing but you are having a hard time understanding what he's saying cuz you can't hear him. So you see the water level drop inside this uh prison, I guess you'd call it. Oh, great. And the oxygen from the U-boat refills the uh, prison, and the door inside the U-boat opens. Captain Thatch says, move aside, would you? And (laughs) the the door had not been prepped by the other crew members that he had told earlier. He had to unlock it. (laughs) And so now it is ready to go. I'm glad it wasn't just me. <laughs> <laughs> so he closes the door, hatches it back up. The water, well, the oxygen level uh, exits and the water fills back up and you're able to open the door. And both Stonehaze and Pinky uh, by themselves are also able to do this. And now all three of you are out into the water. So if you'll go over to roll 20, I have a nice little picture. Oh, Keeper, is oh. the... Uh, oh. oh. Oh, goodness. Uh, we are yes. under the water. Yes, Stonehaze. Is the uh, Mario underwater theme from the first game playing? Uh, sure. Okay, thanks. I remember what that sounds like. Well, so we can, can talk to each other. Can every everybody give me a swim roll, please? There it is. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Let's see how this goes. Thirty-three twenty failure. Seventy twenty. <laughs> Did anyone take any points in swim? Hell no. Cool. Eighty-two twenty. All of you die. Thanks for tuning <laughs> oh, yeah. in to Optimian. <laughs> All right. Well, I got my backup character ready, so. <laughs> no. Um, so as you all three exit the U-boat, you've never had this sensation of kind of low oxygen level, heavy breathing, you know, being submerged all the way underneath the ocean. And you can tell that your head is, uh, you feel like your head might explode kind of any minute. You've never been this far underneath the ocean. But after a while, you're able to get your bearings on how this stuff works and how you should swim in this gear. And so you begin to search around. And right now, all you see is the U-boat. You're about halfway 
um, halfway point, so it's a couple of kilometers back up to the surface. Um, if you do that uh, going up fast, Captain Thatch had told you earlier, if you, if you try to go up fast, you will get uh, sick, and there will be nobody really on board that can help you because their uh, their first aid, their um, medic, uh, died in their last mission. They weren't able to get another medic crew member, um, and you can't really see what's below, like on the bottom of the surface. You can tell that there might be something. Or you can just tell that it might just keep going for eternity. Uh, everybody give oh, me a okay. natural world roll, please. Oh, God. Mm. 44, 10, failure. 57, 10, failure. 76, 10. Good, good to know we're all on the same page. You don't know yeah. what's going on, but <laughs> you notice that the light that is shining down from the sun above the surface... Um, is gone, and you notice that it has gotten darker underneath the water, and it's getting really hard to see. Great. So, if I may, Keeper, um, try and describe kind of what we're seeing. So we've departed from this U-boat. We've descended down to the surface, correct? Uh, no, you're, you're still where the U-boat is. You're right beside the U-boat. You're about uh, halfway, the halfway point, so you're not close to the top and you're not close to the bottom. You're just in the mid part of the ocean. Okay, so we're just slowly free-falling to the bottom. Um, not even that. You're just kind of floating mid. You're kind of just trying to keep your body kind of just circling around the U-boat right now, or near it. Okay. Um, then I will ask if Stone sees anything. Can you give me a spot hidden roll? He can. Mm -mm -mm. Oh, bonus. This is why I love the bonus. Wow. 235 uh, success. Extreme success. It is. I'm starting to feel a little OP, but it's, it's, it's roll 20, so... With the sun disappearing uh, above the water. Stone haze. there's something different about that for you now. The sun's gone, and it's gotten darker, and perhaps you prefer the darkness now. And perhaps your eyes are adjusted to it. And with that extreme vision. success, you notice kind of a glimmering object off down kind of deep probably maybe a hundred feet below you as the sun is disappearing this last kind of glimmer just shining right in front of you hundred hundred uh feet down right below you you can't make out what it is though in that case stone will get the attention of Pinky and Dragomir, either by tapping on the shoulder or just waving at him, um, get his knife ready, and start slowly gravitating to the best of his ability towards that glimmer. All right. I will also ready my knife and follow. Okay. Not ready anything. 
You're just swimming, just swimming. Pinky. Yeah. Just swimming. Yeah. <laughs> so as you begin to plunge the hundred feet towards the shiny object, you begin to notice ruins. Very ancient ruins. If anybody would like to give me a, a history uh, roll or a, <laughs> let me get right on that or an occult thirty-one, thirty-one-five failure. <laughs> history or a cult roll. I'm just saying, Cold. Thatch, Submarines, Ruins, this is just the plot of Atlantis. Oh my gosh. Where's Kita? Okay, Cult or History? Where is History? It's I don't under... know if I've ever... Oh, there it is. It's the same, so we're gonna go with Cult. Okay, never mind. 53-5 failure. <laughs> Stick on with History, you just succeeded. <laughs> I can't tell you anything about these ruins, because I don't know what these ruins are. None of you do. It looks to be a mashup of ancient Roman or ancient Greek or even ancient Trojan. You have no idea what these ruins are, uh, but you also notice a very large structure in the center of these ruins, a more modern structure. And there are lights that surround this structure. Half of them are on, and then half of them look to be disabled. Okay. And these ruins go on for many, many miles. Just spread throughout the kind of floor of the ocean that you have finally reached. Um, I'm going to try to get to that structure. Which yeah, structure? The, headed... the ruins or the kind of modern? Oh, sorry. No, the modern one. Okay. I'm going to stay with the group. Okay. Whoever the group is. Yeah, Stone's uh, doing the same, but he's going to make a point <laughs> to head towards the uh, uh, the darker section of the facility. Uh, maybe like the first layer of lights that are off next to the uh, where the lights are on. Okay. So as the group begins to head towards this structure, everybody give me a spot hidden roll. Or, give me one second, let me look. Give me a spot hidden or a intelligence roll. Spot hidden's higher. 38.75 success. Nice. 10.50 uh, extreme success for intelligence on Stone's part. He ain't smart all the time, but what he is. Okay. 5490 intelligence. So both Stone Hayes and Pinky O'Connor notice that this is the German sub facility. Dragomir, with the spot hidden role, notices that something is not right about this facility because she notices that the U boat, one of them that they had been working on, has sunk to the bottom of the ocean floor into the ruins and is just laying there. Shit. Hmm. I'm gonna, I mean, I assume everyone else has, I don't know if everyone else has seen it, so I'm gonna kind of like get their attention and motion to it. Uh, yes, this is another thing I should point out. You cannot, you don't have any mics or anything. Yeah, no, we, that, so. we're aware. We figured that part out. <laughs> Um, then, uh, Pinky Stone... thinks it was a prototype. Sorry. 
Stone will uh, wait and see if uh, Dragomir does, like, takes the lead on it. And if not, yeah, no, I'm headed towards it to investigate what happened to it. Okay, then uh, Stone will follow. So I'm staying with the group. So you're investigating the sunken U boat? Yes. Okay. As you get closer, uh, Pinky, you you can confirm that this is a prototype German U-boat that they've been working on. But you know it's out of action. And as you get closer, you see somebody on top of the boat. And that person begins to turn around. And all you see is this. Oh. <laughs> oh. oh, good. This is a oh, German sailor who is dead. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody give me a spot hidden roll, please. Oh, Reps. Yeah. <laughs> 72-75 success. Ooh, 61-35 failure. 63-35 failure. Dragomir, seeing this, begins to notice that most of the ruins and most of the foundation of this German facility is covered in these bodies that are just floating around. Cool. Love that. I'm going to turn to the others, and if they can see my face, I'm going to look very concerned. Uh, yeah, he doesn't know what to do aside from either follow you, or if uh, everyone's staying put, he'll, I mean, he'll start heading towards an entrance. I'm going to give a shrug. I don't know what to do, so I'll head to the entrance of the facility. Yeah, so we're looking for an entrance around that darkened portion. Um, this darkened to, uh, portion yeah. is the there are two huge hangar doors that you can tell this is where the uh, put out and kind of entrances for the, uh, the subs of U-boats. Uh, this is where they would exit from the facility or enter back in for repairs or uh, just simple mechanic work but there are no really lights turned on uh, you do kind of see one light inside one of the hangers kind of flickering one of the hangar doors is halfway open the other one is fully open right his uh, his thinking is um, staying out of light avoiding being noticed obviously um <clears throat> So if we have identified an entrance, then there will be a slow approach and a peek to look for German movement. Okay. And if not, then a uh, maybe a like kind of try and get Dragomir's attention to look for the same. And if we see nothing, then we'll uh, find a ladder. Can you give me a yep. stealth roll, please? Uh oh. All of us. Just Stone Haze, un unless you are also going with him and. Um, being yeah. very stealthily. I would have also been looking. 39-35 failure? I don't know if I should spend the points. 72-80 success. It's up to you, Matt. What would you like to do? For also, luck real quick, can everybody hear that thunder that's going off? Jeez Louise. <laughs> oh, is it raining over at you? I yeah. cannot, but I can hear it at my house. So. Yeah. Damn. Kind of windy outside. Are you going to spend those luck points, Matt, or um, you just going to? Uh, what do you think, Carly? What do you What are you thinking? 
I succeeded, so I ain't worried about it. <laughs> well, I think you should be because depending on the outcome. I yeah, I don't should. know. That's your love points. That's up to you, my dude. I don't have 80 to spend, Trevor. Um, so I'm going <laughs> to. Uh, we'll roll with it. You, boo boo. Uh, 39, 35 failure for that stealth. Okay. Will you give me a dex roll with that, please? Okay. 7970 failure. Okay. So as you are entering, which hangar door are you entering? Uh, could you give me a rundown real quick again? So if you're facing right at the entire uh, structure itself, you have two hangar doors, one on your left, one on your right. The one on the left is halfway open. The one on the right is completely open. And if you look below you, that you could probably tell that is where the uh, U-boat came out of and fell to the bottom of the ocean floor. Okay, yeah, then we're going for the half-open door. I was going to say, Dragomir's going for the half-open for sure. So as you're going to the half-open door, Stonehaze, um, you are swimming, but your oxygen tank hits the door, and the door comes sliding right down on you, and you are kind of caught in between the structure's flooring and the hangar door itself, so you're kind of trapped. Can I try to free him? Uh, give me one second. I need to roll. Uh, make sure to return all your hit points to back what they were uh, from oh, the yeah. last episode. Uh, you take one damage, Matt. Mm. Uh, then he will try to help, if he can, Dragomir to get the uh, door up. Okay, can you both give me strength rolls, please? 5260 success. 9295 success. How hey, is that Matt, so close? How do you have a 95? So okay. you Blessed both, by the good lord. Both with uh, the help of teamwork, y'all are able to push this hangar door back up. But, Stonehaze, you do realize that because this uh, hangar door landed on one of your oxygen tanks, it has popped. Uh, kind of a hole inside of it and it is releasing oxygen from it. So now you only have an hour's worth of oxygen. And Stone Haze looks like a uh, balloon that you accidentally let go of in a room in the ocean. Yep. And he's just... It's <laughs> 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 fine. As um... he goes back to England. <laughs> this is fine. Um... <laughs> okay. Uh, well... And uh, I'll cool. make a note of that, and if you'll make a note of that. Got it. Um, yeah, he could probably guess, but he doesn't like it to begin with, so yeah, he's going to start looking for a, a, a way up. Okay, and Pinky, what are you doing right now? We're going to cut back over to Pinky. Right, kind of watching, kind of just looking around. I'm not helping them at all. Um, I'm really... <laughs> I'm not... Uh, I'm just sort of getting an idea of my surroundings. A spot hidden roll would actually be a good thing. Okay. Good thing to do right now. Yes, please give me a spot. Ooh, keeper. <laughs> Fifty-four first thirty-five. I don't see anything. That's fine. <laughs> you don't really notice anything. You did know notice the uh, commotion that was going on, though. Um, you were kind of worried about that, but you were just kind of looking, kind of just wa wondering what is happening. You know, like why is this? facility the way it is right now yeah 
So we cut back. Not really doing anything. Just, yeah. Okay. Go ahead. You're, okay. So you're going to stay outside of the facility as Stonehaze and Dragomir goes in? Yeah, I'll let them go in first, and then I'll follow, like, after them. But I guess you could say I'm keeping watch. Okay. So Stonehaze and Dragomir, as you're entering the U-boat facility, you're entering where the final stage of the production of the U-boats would be. This is where they would uh, send the U-boats off and where the U-boats would kind of come back in for repairs, like I was saying earlier. Um, it's dark in here, except there is one light that's kind of flashing on and off, on and off. Um, you notice a couple of more German soldier bodies kind of just floating around. Um, you don't really notice uh, like any bite marks or anything. So it's safe to say that there it wasn't a shark attack or anything like that. You also notice that there aren't really any explosion marks. So you can tell that there wasn't anything, uh, there wasn't uh, an attack by any other humans on this facility. So at this Is point, there any sort of damage to it? Oh, there's a lot of damage done to okay, it. Okay, okay. But uh, there's flex damage. tape all around the outside. <laughs> yeah, flex, so they, yeah, they, yeah, were, they, they were, fix were it. trying to repair it with flex tape, and that, that was the problem. <laughs> That's a lot of damage. Oh, they were they were doing it uh, on the day it was recalled. So right. Thank you, Matt. <laughs> uh, it doesn't work on water hoses. Let me tell you, I found that out the hard way. Oh was flex tape recalled? I'm pretty sure it was. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised if it was. Those commercials just always got me. I was just like, I really want to buy some of that just to try it out. Billy Haynes here. I mean, it works. Well, that that slap oh, cut this boat in half. When he yeah. slaps the side of that thing and to like <laughs> with the water coming out, that's just straight bullshit. That is, there's no way. Yeah. Yeah, I always wanted to see the cut where he does do that and it just shoots back out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It's probably right after. All right, so you notice a lot of damage on this facility, especially inside the hangar. Um, to your left. You oh well you were going into the uh, the half kind of open hangar. So as you entered that, I'll give you this also. This is where the other U boat is sitting, and it's sitting in there, and it doesn't look to be uh, hurt at all. You can't really tell um, if there's any holes uh, from what you see right now. You don't see any holes or anything that's hurt this at all. Um, but you see some mechanisms over uh, to the far kind of right of the um, operations kind of facility. Uh, you also see a door uh, that has had its uh, kind of like doorway, or I guess you see a doorway with its door um, just kind of leaning off the hinges. The door is leaning off the hinges? Yes. So either- I okay, wanna so go in there. Well, so hang on, hang on, hang on. Uh, oh. Have we ascended up onto a platform of any kind? Uh, no, but if you continue to go straight a couple more feet, you will uh, kind of, I guess, swim up on top to the second kind of platform that would lead into this doorway. Okay, because I imagine the first thing we're doing now that we've breached the uh, perimeter, like to uh, get these suits off. and. Well, we're still underwater. Right, well, get the suits off on dry structure. Uh, I think we're going to have... Continuing, uh, you, would, you would still be underwater. Got it. Okay. Uh, then uh, he'll follow Dragomir, I guess. I'm desperate to get also to dry land, so that's why I keep being the one in the lead, I want to okay. point out. 
right. I do not want to be in this so water. Are you well, going to go through this doorway then? Yep. Uh, well, hang on real quick. A stone will grab, sorry, uh, grab Jagermere's arm and turn around and look for Pinky. Is Pinky with us? I'm heading in. I was just letting him go in first. Which, I didn't hear um, any implosions. Which doorway are you going through? Uh, the one that they went through. Okay. The uh-huh. half open one. Yeah. Okay. And you're going through it, and you notice the kind of untouched U-boat that's to your kind of left as you're entering. You look to your right and see kind of the area where the U-boat that was recently there uh, is now gone. You see in front of you, uh, up above this platform where they are, to the right of them, there's or to the left of them right now as they're looking at you, you see kind of the operations table where there's like, I guess, a radio and some other kind of uh, mechanical things. And you notice the doorway that they're kind of standing in front of. Cool. Yeah, I'm going to float up to him. And we'll proceed when he is next to us. Okay. So as you're going down this uh, hallway, you have a door to your right and two doors on your left. And there is a ladder directly in front of you all the way down the hallway. Headed to that ladder. Um... He'll begin to follow, but Stone will look to the left, as that's the side of Dragmere he's on, so he's going to look into one of these left doorways. Okay, and this doorway, um, the door is closed. You notice uh, a sign on the door. Um, It is in German. If you would like to give me a German language roll. There it is. We speak that now. Would you like to give preface to that as to why we can read that? Perfect. Yeah, last time... Our agents, uh, being very new to the whole idea of, um, I guess, being thrown into the fray of war, um, they weren't up to speed on who they would be fighting. Um, so not all of them were, uh, well, actually all of them had no idea how to speak uh, German. And so now it's been a year and they've been trained by the other, uh, I guess, uh Ranking Operatives. officers of uh, uh, the agents of KP. They've been trained to speak German. By Michael Fassbender. Yes, by Michael <laughs> Fassbender, who at this point has learned how to hold up the number three with his hand. Yeah. That and... just... As soon as he did that, I, I was like, no, 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 no. I was literally screaming at the TV, you idiot! <laughs> so Stone Hayes um, is still... You know, learning his German, uh, it has taken him some time. Um, he's still kind of learning it. But uh, Pinky, he's a fast learner. He, he's very, uh, very smart guy, and he has a hard success of 14 versus 50. You notice that it says uh, head scientist on this, this door. I look at um, Stone and I just wave him off. Or wait, wait, is this the only door that's in front of us, or is this? Well, I'm if confused. you continue looking on your left, there's another door on down the hallway. But if you're looking on your right, there's one door. Cool. I just wave him off. Let's then tell him to keep going down to the left. Okay. Uh, then he'll. Something we can talk about later. Yeah. Stone will look at the uh, next door. For 55-50 failure, he uh, he's been focusing mainly on German beers. That's what he's been. <laughs> so he can yeah. understand it. He can't read it. Right. Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I got a 10-50. Extreme success. 
So with uh, that my ex- extreme really success, this door, you notice it says Operations Archaeologist on it. Operations Archaeologist. Um, yeah, let's let's go into this door, see what's in there. Uh, you go in. Uh, the room, of course, is also filled to the brim with water. You're swimming through as all these different articles are kind of floating around. You notice a uh, painting of Hitler kind of just floating around in the water. You notice uh, a picture of uh, a young man with his wife floating. You see all these wet papers that are just floating in the water and a couple of books. There's a desk and uh, a chair. The desk is um, kind of, I guess, uh, rigged to the floor, so it's not moving, but the chair is floating in the room. You also have a... um, so a couple of shelves that would have held the books that are floating around in the water. Give me a spot hidden. Yeah. Stone will tap drag me on the shoulder and then proceed into the room. Thank you. <laughs> also, uh, give me a spot hidden, Stonehaze. Yeah, I'll follow. Oh them. my god. There it was. That's what you were saving up on. <laughs> One thirty-five critical success in spot hiddening this archaeologist room. Wasted. Honestly. As y'all are looking around, uh, you notice uh, a couple of books. Uh, these books seem to be very old, and definitely at this point they're definitely wet, but on the binding of one of these books, it's a very dark blue book, uh, but on the binding of it, it has an um, Australian arth- uh, author on it, um, someone you don't really know. And there's really no reason to know his name. But you notice uh, a, a triton on the binding of the book. A what now? A triton. Trident? A triton. Huh. How do I spell it? Sorry. T-R-I-T-O-N. Triton. Triton. Okay. Triton. Like triton. 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 Okay, I've never heard that word. I'm going to Google it. Oh, this is a. Uh... Oh, Merman. Got That's it. from D and D. A Triton in D and D is a merperson. I don't D and D a whole lot. I know it's just funny. Okay. All right, so, thank uh, you. Uh, a trite or a Triton. Um, it what you're seeing is kind of almost. It looks like a fork, but uh, like a. You mean like a trident? That's a trident. A trident. Tri- like a three-pronged spear. Triton is um, Ariel's deity that carries a trident. A tri- okay. so, so, trident. No, you're good. Trident. We get what you're saying now. We get what you're saying now. I was very confused. I'm like, like the moon? Like, okay. We're tracking <laughs> like now. The Mitsubishi <laughs> truck? Excuse me with my language. Sorry. No, you're good. That's how we, I was that's how we do confused. in Alabama. All I right. was very, very confused. Guten tag. The symbol of Neptune, basically. <laughs> uh, so, yes, yeah, so Triton. Like the gum. Yes. Perfect. <laughs> uh, yes, so you see a trident. Okay. Um, if this is what he sees with his critical success, then he will take it with him. And um, proceed out towards the uh, exit. 
going towards that ladder. With do you want to see what the, the title of the book is? Oh, yeah, yeah. I imagine he was already looking at that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the title, the, book the title of the book is called Stories of Atlantis. I knew that was coming. Oh, boy. Hmm. Um... Then, uh, yeah, he'll take it with him. Awesome. Now where are you heading? Dragomir, you were uh, heading towards that ladder, correct? I was until Stone tapped me, and I followed them into there. Okay. Yeah, and Stone will head back to the door and, then, and waiting for these two to come with him. Yep. To the to the uh, ladder. I go back to ladder. Okay. <laughs> Who's going up the ladder first? Uh, Stone will, I guess. Y'all have the knives. Can you give me yeah. a dex roll, Dragomir? Or, I mean, a uh, stone? I sure can. Oh, no. 40, 70 success. All right, so you're able to climb up this ladder with ease. And you notice that you've breached the water, or the top of the water. You're able to uh, get out of the water now. And you're inside of a HQ room. And it is not filled with water. Is it filled with Germans? <laughs> please, please give me a spot hidden. That's a valid oh question. Gosh. Can I also look? Yes. 32, 35 success. 90, 75 failure. How does that happen? Stone Haze, uh, no. Okay. And Dragomir, no. There are no Germans no. to be seen <laughs> in this HQ room. Certainly no Germans. Okay. Um, uh, it's interesting. That is weird. Uh, is Pinky coming along? Yeah, that should be. Allegedly. Pinky, can next? you give me a dex roll, please? I'll try. And dex. Nope. Oof. With the, with the weight of both Stone, Haze, and Dragomir that have climbed this ladder, you are the last person to climb up this ladder to try to get above the water, but the ladder breaks off of its hinges and you fall back into the hallway. Hmm. And you're going to take perhaps some damage. Let's see. Oh. Oof. You take three damage as this ladder comes off and hits you in the face mask. Yeah. That. Wait. Oof. Okay. Um. Seeing that, is there any rope or any sort of a pole, something to uh, give Pinky to grab onto? If not, he'll just stick his hand down trying to grab his hand. There is no pole or rope. If Pinky wishes, he could just continue to swim up the passageway yeah i'll just i'll swim up up the passageway yeah and as you get up and up and further you do breach the top of the water and you're able to climb out great and you notice an hq room you notice a lot of desk and you notice a lot of different wiring and other mechanical devices you've maybe never seen some of these you also notice the sonar kind of room also. Um, you don't see any bodies. You don't see anybody in here. You do see some blueprints to some of the U-boats and some other pieces of papers and some more books also. So there's power going to the room? Uh, there isn't. There are uh, a little bit of the lights from out in the uh, water 
from the facility on the other side of the facility that is still on, um, they're kind of uh, gleaming into the windows because there are windows around this HQ that allow you to mm -hmm. look out into the ocean. Okay. And this is kind of an HQ that's like uh, 360 degrees kind of room. Okay. So my biggest question, I don't know if I say this out loud or not, but my the the biggest thing that's going through my mind right now is why are there no Germans in this room? Because we just saw a bunch of bodies in the hallways where we came from. Where did the Germans from here go? Right. Well, I don't think you're the only one wondering that. Um, is there any sort of container, maybe a locker, a barrel, a box, anything in this room? Well, first, can you all give me a listen roll? Sure can. I'll try. 4041 success. Oof. 7760 failure. So as Dragomir and Pinky are kind of looking around, kind of trying to figure out what is going on right now, Stonehaze hears something. And first, are y'all all still wearing the gear, or have y'all taken off most of the gear? I that's, would be that's what I was getting at before I for... take mine off. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Sam, I don't have my gear off. Well, since you are out of the water... Stonehaze, uh, you're looking and you hear kind of a static radio noise and you hear a little bit of chatter. Okay. Uh, right now, keep it to himself because while staying quiet, he's looking for a uh, container to put his, his and his colleagues gear okay. into. And about a couple of feet in front of you to the back, uh, kind of, well, there's this kind of uh, column very thick, thick column in the middle of the room that most of these kind of, in today's terms, they'd be called computers. Um, <laughs> but these could be prototype computers. But these I different mean... wiring and mechanical objects that are circled around this room, um, they are around this kind of column, and there's another uh, ladder you see um, in one of these doorways that leads up uh, to some other room, perhaps. Um, but there's a kind of space in between um, these desks. Up against this column, there are about five lockers. Okay. Uh, yeah, if the way's clear, he'll uh, head over and he'll probably uh, take off his gear first. And if, yep. if his friends are joining him, and uh, he'll ask if anyone can hear that. And if they say no, then he'll point out what it was, and uh, proceed to take his gear over to the locker. Okay. Um, Dragomir and Pinky don't know what you're talking about, but after a while, it does become apparent that once you've taken off most of the scuba suit and your ears are free to hear, you're able to hear uh, radio chatter coming from the far side of the room that looks to be to your right. Remember, this is, I guess, a, well, I guess it'd be 180 degrees kind of room. It's a circular room with, uh, you know, a bunch of windows around it. Got it. Um, but it's to your right. You hear radio chatter. Okay. Then he'll uh, attempt to hang his stuff up if uh, if he can find a, find a spot in these lockers and. Um... Maybe hit start, depending on what his friends are doing, Stone will start heading towards that noise. 
I'm not hanging any of my stuff up. Um, and I, I never said this before, but like I got the tank on my front and then like a backpack or like a tank on my back, the tanks on my back and a backpack on my front. So like you're wearing a backpack the wrong way, you know? Okay. So I'm right. just walking around like that. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, can all of all three of you or Dragomir, what are you doing? Uh, I'm taking my gear off Okay. and following All right. Uh, all- stone. All three of you take off your gear and you begin to head towards where this radio is. Uh, can all three of you give me? Let's see. Give me. Is there? Uh, I guess there isn't that. But just give me a uh, a German language roll. Don't worry. Shit. Don't worry, both of you. Stone's got this with that 250 extreme See, success. You understand spoken. I, I get these. I said I, I, it. I understand these ones. I understand these ones. I said it. As, you understand it spoken, just can't read it. <laughs> yeah. As Dragomir and Pinky are uh, kind of behind Stone as they're getting closer to this radio, they're still having a hard time uh, hearing who this is or what this is. But Stone Hayes, uh, he, he hears German on the other side. Uh, someone. Uh, speaking German on the other side of this radio. And all you hear is, Hello? Is there anybody there? Hello? Facility A, come in. Hello? Is there anybody there? Stone, what are they saying? Uh, he'll quietly re- reiterate what he heard. Uh, that's he just keeps repeating that same shit. They're going to send a search party if we do not respond somehow. Uh, we need to let them think that everything is okay, right? He sounds a little bit concerned. He sounds desperate. So I'm not entirely certain they'll be sending a search party, but uh. And this isn't Allied Powers doing. I can tell you that. But I think we're in the same boat. Ghost, all of this. The Germans and us are sort of both confused about what's going on. I don't think there are enemies at the moment. Well, there are way, always are enemies. Uh. The way I see it, the the best way to stay hidden is to uh, not respond. So unless either one of you are confident in your acting abilities, I will be avoiding that particular radio. We're just fine here, thanks. How are you? (laughs) How are you? (laughs) (laughs) And you continue just to hear... I I know you weren't actually doing that, but... uh, No. (laughs) You just continue to to hear this other person on the other side. Hello. Facility A, come in. This is facility B. What is going what is going on? Hello. Facility A. Please make check in. Give me a listen roll, all three of you. 7760 failure again. Ten forty one hard success. Ooh, pinky. Three twenty one. I heard it. Dragomir, you might have uh, a little bit of water in 
a little yeah. bit of your ears, and you're still trying to get that out. But both Pinky and Stone Haze are hearing the uh, chatter that's coming from this radio perfectly fine. And all of a sudden, in this radio, you hear, My gut! And then you hear a little bit of some ruffle going on in the background of this radio chatter, and you hear what sounds to be almost like the noise of a lion. Uh, you both have heard this perhaps from going and visiting a zoo nearby in the United States, wherever you live. Or um, you've seen uh, one of the new uh, MGM movies that they're starting to produce. You notice uh, a noise that sounds kind of like a lion. You hear a lot of screams, and then the radio chatter goes silent. But then, oh in front of you, outside one of the windows you see a very large explosion uh, a couple of miles off into the distance in the water. So you see an explosion underneath the water, and you kind of hear a boom. <laughs> I <laughs> think water I have found yeah, Facility yeah, yeah. B. My God, it was a sea lion. How many facilities are there? I ask out loud, not to the keeper. There are at least two. Well, there were at least two. And with that explosion, you see or hear a red kind of like you, you hear a kind of dong, 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 going off in the background, kind of close to the um, center kind of cylinder chamber where you kind of put your uh, clothes in the lockers and those kind of uh, mechanical uh, objects that are around that. They didn't draw their sea bear circle. Seems bad. <clears throat> I'm gonna head back out that way. Oh, uh, which way are you going? Back to where the alarm is coming from. Where is the alarm come from? It's from the uh, like it's from a... where our stuff is. Okay, well, yeah, from the column with the. I imagine there's like a speaker on it. Yeah. Okay. You notice a, a red uh, light, and this red light is on this map that looks like it's a map of kind of the surrounding area. And kind of, you, you can tell that there's stuff marked off, but there's a red light in the top right corner that's going off. There's a light to the left that's not going off, and there's a right to the bottom that is green. Okay, so I'm guessing so... by the green one. No. Mm -hmm. Are the lights next to names? Can we figure that out? Uh, I won't give you a roll for that. So the green one, uh, in German, you can tell that this is where you are located. Okay. You Got can it. also Got it. tell you. that they have marked off uh, some of the ruin sites. So where your uh, on your kind of facility is located in the uh, cemetery, the top right facility that is blinking red is located at the throne room. And the left facility that is not blinking at all is located at the war room. And it says throne room? It says throne room where you're located or your facility is on top of the cemetery. And uh, the one that is not blinking at all to your far left on this map, top left, is called the war room. Got it. I just want to make sure it did And there's say. other, there's other uh, places... 
without uh, like throughout the map in the middle, market, Coliseum, other things like that. Okay. Did we just discover, rediscover Atlantis? Uh, I believe. I mean, surely not, right? Can everybody uh, give me a listen roll, please? Thank God, fourteen sixty. Nice, because sixty-eight forty-one failure. Shut up, London. I'm trying to not think about it. <laughs> As both Stonehaze and Pinky are kind of mesmerized by this map and this red light that's kind of like blinking and everything, Dragomir hears something in the distance. It's again this lion roar that's coming and breaking through through the water. Dragomir turns around looking in that direction where that explosion was last seen. And you see a very, very large shadow in the water, about 300 feet long. And we're going to go to break, so we'll be right back. How are we feeling? I am not feeling good. Feeling like a bag of shit. <laughs> All right, perfect. So stay tuned. Uh, we might finish this episode tonight. We might not. Who knows? You know, let's see if the agents of KP can, uh, you know, uh, get a little bit of work done underneath the ocean. So just stay tuned. We'll be right back. Thank you so much for watching. And we're back in the depths of the ocean off the coast of Norway. Everybody have a good break? Yeah. Hey, <laughs> girl. <laughs> What's up? Okay. All right. So we're back. Hey, and what the last thing we saw, I actually uh, misspoke. I need to recorrect myself. I said 300 feet was this shadowy object. I actually yeah. have to say 300 yards. He meant 350,000. <laughs> yeah. Yes, 300 yards. You see this very long shadow, and you're able to see it because you notice that there's a small glimpse of sunlight that has pierced through the ocean, and you see the shadow that is going by the explosion that's illuminating the further end of this kind of ruined ancient city. Yo. 300 yards, which is way bigger than the U-boat. How um, big? That's a... I think a U-boat... That's like three football fields, right? That is correct. I think uh, uh, the German U-boat would be half a football field. Fuck. An American football field. <laughs> Dragomir, that, that at this point, is gonna go... Oh, fuck. Um... Okay, so Stone has this book after, so he, he took off the clothes, he took his revolver out of that plastic bag, knife is at the ready, um, not at the ready, it's strapped down. But he found this book in the archaeologist's lab downstairs. He would like to flip it open okay. and start browsing. As he's doing that, Dragomir, the rest of them have not seen this, correct? It's just Dragomir? No, Stone has no idea. Cool. I'm going to say, uh, Stone, we have more pressing matters than your literature, <laughs> and I'm just going to kind of get his attention and point out the window. What the fuck is that? Do you not hear the roaring? There was some sort of roaring, and I think it's coming from that thing. Well, sure, but I mean, metal bends and it, the way the water works, it's, it's, it's science shit, so I don't know a whole lot, but I do know 
metal bends. It makes the water gets real wavy. It's weird noises, Dragomir. But what is that? Do I see it, Keeper? Do I see a shadow? Yes, all three of you see this shadow since uh, oh. Dragomir is pointing it out. You see it, and then you no longer see it because the the shadow begins to cover up the explosion in the water, and you notice that the sunlight uh, disappears again. Fuck. That is what I said. Uh, do you know? Do either of you know anything about Atlantis? I don't. Hold on. This is Carly. Hold on. My mom just called me. One second. Uh, Matt, if you still want to look at that book, you can give me a library use. Okay. Uh, well, that's not going to help him. Sorry, um, give me two seconds. I have to go kill a scorpion. Okay. Okay. In <laughs> no, Alabama? Poor scorpion. I, I haven't even seen one in Texas. Um, okay. So just um, give me a library use? Okay. Library use isn't going to... Holy shit. Five versus 20, hard success. Uh, we also have a presentation on a scorpion execution. You can't, um, uh, you can't read this book. Well, okay, <laughs> that's cool. I didn't no, want to... I, 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 I can give you a lot of information with that. So you go to the front, and this is actually uh, written back in 1895, this book. And it's by an Australian author. The name is really no relevance. But just like the two blue wizards in the Lord of the Rings, no relevance. Um, (laughs) And so you notice that it's uh, the first couple of pages. uh, The third page has uh, some chapters, like divided into chapters, you know, and the names of the chapters. And the first chapter, of course, is Introduction of Atlantis. Uh, Second chapter is History of Atlantis. Third is the families of Atlantis. Fourth is uh, legends of Atlantis. Fifth is the story of Ariel. Sixth is the uh, trident of Atlantis. And the uh, seventh and final chapter is the uh, downfall of Atlantis. Um, sorry, I ended up my ADHD kicked in. What was before Legends? Uh, Legends, uh, I believe. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> it was, okay. uh, <laughs> uh, I should have probably written this down as I was uh, naming it out. Well, that was chaos. Sorry, I literally just smashed a scorpion with a hammer. Oh, um, Lord. <laughs> we have a specifically <laughs> a specific scorpion hammer, and I did not mean <laughs> to leave the door open, so sorry if y'all witnessed that. That's okay. Um, I, believe it, I believe it was That's history. That's going to be in spot shots. History of Atlantis. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so it was um, Introduction to Atlantis. Okay. Uh, <laughs> okay, cool. So can he quickly flip to Legends? Yes. And does he, are there pictures? Is this a picture book? He likes picture books. Of course, yeah. It's uh, pictures of kind of just illustrated pictures of what uh, people believe uh, Atlantis looks like. Um, and then there is uh, pictures of different kind of Atlantean uh, weapons. Um, and there's one that kind of really sticks out to you. It's this trident. And it says the trident of Atlantis. And it says, for more information, um, continue reading in on chapter uh, 6 for the trident of Atlantis. 
Uh, real quick, thank you, Chaos Bug, for gifting that sub. Yes, thank um, you so much. Yeah, really, really appreciate that. Um, In honor of that scorpion, murdering the scorpion. Yeah, thanks, scorpion um, murder gift. I'm also gonna shut my door very quickly. Okay, he just had a uh, a a hunch to look for a beast of some kind because now he's starting to piece it together a little bit because that archaeology office tied to this book of Atlantis we saw ruins. The puzzle pieces, the jigsaws fall falling into place in Stone's uh, empty mind. So, is there anything relative to a beast that he sees if he can flip through these illustrations? You continue to flip through this book, and you're not seeing really anything. But you get closer to the final pages of the book and into the chapter, uh, chapter 7, which is the fall of Atlantis. And in the last few pages... There's a big two-page illustration spread on it. A very large tentacle beast. And it has a name. wonder what that could be. The name that is written is called the Haster Kraken of the Deep. The Hoomst Kraken? The Haster Kraken of the Deep. Okay. That's what I thought you said. Huh. Great. Great, 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 great. No doubt, no doubt, no doubt. Uh, Stone's going to flip through it. And he's, um, he's starting to piece it together. He's going to walk over to some sort of one of these computer desks or whatever is the nearest surface. Um, <clears throat> Dragomir, I think we found our sea uh, line and lay out the illustration. Now, did you see it? This, I mean. Uh, I, it was very big. About 300 yards long, if I had to guess. Hmm. So that's that more might than 300 feet. It. Hmm. There's a whole lot of, all right. Now listen, this is going to sound fucking bonkers, but. This book is something about Atlantis, which, right? I don't. I, oh, either way, there's a lot of a lot of talk about a trident, something like that, a weapon. Now, obviously, from what we saw back in the Alps, they're all about their weapons. Now, I wouldn't put it past them to look for something that has a little bit of oomph with its, uh, with its. Uh, Never mind. So if they are looking in these ruins, then this map is where they have already looked. Correct? These spots that have been marked off, they've already cleared these areas. Uh, what do the markings look like, Keeper? Are they like X's? Yes. Okay. I mean, that would make sense. Uh, where is Facility A compared to the markings? Uh, we are at the a cemetery. Yes, facility a, facility A is directly on top of the cemetery. Right. Uh, facility B is at the kind of northeast corner of the map, and that's the one that's blinking red. That one is located near the throne room, which has an X on it. To the left of that, on the kind of northwest area of the map, you see facility C, which says... Uh, that is on top and located near the war room, which has an X on that. 
And in the middle of the map, you have an X, two X's that says Market and Coliseum. So, what places don't have X's? Just the cemetery? Uh, no, all, all the names that I've just named have X's. Oh, around. okay. So, what areas? Are there areas that don't have X's? Uh, no, these are just the names okay. of the, the map. Okay. Okay. Is there a map in the book? There is not. There's illustrations. Okay. So, if I had to guess, they have... Have they found this weapon? This sounds absolutely bitch crazy. I just want to point out. Yeah, well, uh, you just saw a 900-foot submarine, if that's what yep. you believe it is. But it also roared, so something tells me it's not a submarine, which tells me we are IE fucked, unless we figure this shit out. So, uh... These Germans are in trouble, not from our doing. Last I checked, our submarine did not fire off any torpedoes. This thing must have attacked it, right? This thing has already attacked this facility, so it won't come back here. We're safe here. Right. Right? As I noticed, we are the only ones occupying our current location. So, are there any bodies? We didn't see any bodies at all, right, when we looked? Uh, there are no bodies where the, the HQ room that you are in right now, there are mm -hmm. no bodies. Bodies that you've seen are outside of the facility, just floating. Most of them are starting to kind of float kind of further, maybe possibly to the surface. Um, well, actually, no. They would be floating towards the bottom of the surface. So these the floor. people that were here, these bodies, they're all outside because they were trying to fight this thing? Or were they trying to escape? There's not much damage to the inside. There's still, I assume, a working air system. The power is still on. This There's facility no... is still functional. Um, I no will give you here. this also. There, there is no power inside, but you okay. can tell that the HQ, that building, is not damaged in the inside. Okay. But the only part that's now. really damaged is definitely the uh, the hangar where both the U-boats were. Right. Um, and that door that was kind of ripped off. Right. So. Is there any sort of staircase leading out of this HQ? Or is it just the rooms we came from? So you can go back into where that uh, ladder was that's not there anymore, but you can go into that and just begin to swim down. And or, there's no other exit? Or, or there is that center kind of uh, column that I was describing where your lockers are. There is uh, kind of a doorway there that leads into the center of the column that has a ladder leading up. That's where I want to go. We need to explore this facility. If they have already marked off all these areas, then they have already searched them all, meaning they have either found this weapon or it does not exist. If this weapon even... <laughs> this is such a fucking stretch at this point, but we have... It is probably not one of the weirdest things I've heard recently. So you're going to go towards the center of this room to go up the ladder to the top yes. part? Yes. Okay. Yes. And so Dragomir begins to ascend this ladder going up towards this. Now, as you look up... Yes, Stonehaze. Oh, I was going to ask uh, Pinky, are you staying down here or are you going with her? I I don't know. <laughs> well, you got you to gotta um, pick right now. I'll... I'll stay here. I'm Got still kind of taking it all in. Okay, Stone will ascend with Dragomir then. 
Okay, as both Stonehaze and Dragomir ascend up to this top platform, uh, they both notice that there is no other staircase or ladder that will lead further up, but it does lead to a observation kind of deck post that you open into this room where there is kind of this nice desk that's shaped into like almost like a crescent moon <coughs> with a uh, nice desk chair. You could probably believe that this was probably one of the high-ranking officers kind of like uh, office rooms, also observation kind of decks. Um, he had a very nice view. It was 180 degrees, the entire room. Um, and you notice uh, a picture on the desk. If everybody would give me a spot, or just both Dragomir and Stonehaze. Okay, I thought that was me getting a failure. I was about to be upset. Um, that is a 14 versus 75 extreme success. And a uh, 16 versus 35 success. Perfect. Both of you notice this picture, and it's a trident. Oh, shit. It's like an actual photograph? It is not a photograph. It's an illustration, okay. and the illustration... Oh. It's just kind of laying there, um, not framed or anything. Um, it's just kind of, I guess, uh, a photo. I want to look on the back. Possibly look even draw. For a signature, anything. Okay. Yeah, there's nothing on the else back, on this desk. I will give you this. It says the Trident of Atlantis. Of course. <laughs> Jesus. They seem to be uh, awfully concerned with this Trident. Uh,. Um, I mean, and there's nothing else. Do on this we? Desk. Okay, this is something Carly knows. Do, would we know at this point that the Nazis in Germany is genuinely looking into like occult shit? Like, is this um, knowledge that our characters would have? Not okay. Yeah, this is uh, starting to become new information. Okay. So yeah. it's probably safe to say, okay, this is a little strange that the Nazis yeah. are looking for occult things. Right. Okay. Uh, is there anything else on the desk that's about the most uh, has the most priority there's a luger on the desk there's also a picture of this German officer he looks like every other kind of German officer um, and that's really it uh, there's also a coat a German officer coat kind of just a leather one with a nice iron cross on it also like hung up uh, on the uh the neck or the the back of the uh, the chair. Okay. Whoever was here left in a hurry. Right. Well, uh, can Stone, Stone take a gander if we're in here and uh, what's happening outside this observation area? Yes. Can you give me... Uh, are you also going to do that, Carly? Yeah. Both of you give me a spot hidden roll and we're going to switch to Pinky real quick. Pinky, what are you up to? So, uh... I'm going to start calling Pinky's you Stinky. Sort of all right. <laughs> no. All right. Like Icky Vicky. <laughs> no, what are you up um, to, Pinky? So, uh, Pinky's sort of thinking, all right, Dragomir and Stone are investigating on what this thing is. Um, but I think Pinky's more concerned about what our next plan should be as far as, especially as far as escaping. Okay. Plan A is... We get our tanks back on, we swim back to the U-boat, and we're gone. That's plan A. 
But now I got to start looking for a plan B, plan C, and so forth. So it'd be interesting to figure out if there was another submarine or something that would be able to take us out if in case of any emergency. Um, okay. And also start to memorize some of the mapping and the routes, uh, sort of like a understand more of like the maps of it where everything is okay. you know just stuff like that um also it wouldn't hurt to start looking for um how power is run in case we need to switch the power back on okay where the cables leak um i will give you this uh so for uh your plan uh b and c um another escape route if you would um you did notice on your way in there was a untouched german u-boat um, it was underwater. It seemed to be untouched. Yes, it is underwater, um, but it is still inside the facility. Um, but that's really all there is. Uh, you do see a bunch of wires that's around this technology in this room. Um, if you want to give me a spot hidden, I can tell you where that maybe leads. Uh, this one. This is the spot hidden. Um, there it is. 4235. Okay. You see a lot of these wires and stuff that lead from like desk lamps to whatever these other pieces of technology are. In modern lingo, they are prototype computers, possibly. Um, they lead into close to the kind of centered uh, column and kind of into the wall of the center column, and it looks like they possibly go down. Crap. And I will also right. say this, the facility structures are kind of um, shaped and organized, almost like an oil rig that you would see in kind of the gulf and everything, but it's underneath. Yeah. So there are kind of large structures that are holding these uh, platforms up that you're on top of. Okay. Also, uh, Trevor, I'd like to point out, think real hard before you turn the lights on in a place like this. <laughs> I wanted to see if it was possible. I right. don't think it yeah. is because the wires are going underground where water is, you know? So right, right. it's kind of hard to do. <laughs> so back up to Dragomir and Stone Haze. What did y'all get? So A failure on my part. I got a 2875 hard success. And y'all were both looking out to see. You'll notice... In the northeast corner where you saw that explosion, you can't really see anything. But Dragomir, all of a sudden, you see an explosion in the northwest corner. And you begin to hear the alarm again. And Pinky down okay, below sorry. looks onto the map and sees that the northwest facility, Facility C, its light is glowing red also. It's the Northwest facility. We gathered that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We need to get out of here. We're the only facility left. Um, that means it's coming here next. I thought we would be safe because it's already hit here, but apparently it's, it is not, which means something else destroyed this place. It wasn't that. What reason right? would, it, would it have to come here if it has? I don't know. The same reason it has to go to other places. We don't know if it's hit here. Oh, we were that's, the only that's not exactly true. Those Both of those places were full of Nazis. Uh, last I checked, only Americans and a single Russian were in this one. No. I don't think it cares about nationality. And that's not my point. <laughs> what Perhaps I'm saying it is... it does. 
<laughs> this this monster can't stand Italians monster. for some reason. It's a it's a fucking terrible monster. Um, I mean, at this point, prop, well, um, the, the sea creatures are on our side. Yeah, were the Italians like? Uh, was Italy on Germany's side? Yes. yes. That was later on, probably not in 1930. They Italy kind of pulled out later on, I think, if oh, yeah. I'm remembering no, they, they Italia right. Yeah. Most of my World War II knowledge comes from Italia. I'm sorry. I was 13 at one point in my life. I did watch it. So. <laughs> um, they were allies at this time. Okay, well, Italy think about it. There's no one in here except for us. 38. There's no activity. The lights are off. Now, when you really want to piss off a bear, the way you do it is by making a ruckus and shining a light in its face. And that's exactly what they're doing. This is exactly, yes, this is a 300-yard bear. This is fine. Oh, no, they weren't. Italy joined the war in, in 1940, sorry. Okay. Um, That'll be the next mission. <laughs> yeah, there we go. There's no reason for it to come to us directly. However, last I checked, there's no way out aside from the way we came in. So, it looks like we're getting out anyway. Then the question is, how exactly do we interact with our good friend our good 900 foot friend and as you're discussing this as both of you are up in this observation kind of room uh and pinky is still in the hq room right below y'all you hear the sound of uh sonar going off sonar ding and you see your u-boat german u-boat uh going by the facility uh heading towards the middle of the uh, ruins or the map. What are they doing? We ha- we see this too? Or yes, just Pinky? Yes, all, all three of you see it. We have to warn them. We have to get them out of here. If they're going to all die, and we're going to be stuck down here. Pinky, can you turn this shit on? The radio. Wait, Wait no. Um, Something better. Um, What's something that I can make explode? Can I make anything explode? <laughs> can Why I like that's not better than the radio. <laughs> Okay. Turn on the fucking radio. Yeah, I, I can went, get on the radio. Turn on the fucking radio. I can go to the radio. Mamma mia. Mamma mia. I'll go to the radio. I can do electrical repair if I have to. Okay. Oh, um, so what are you doing with the radio? Are you going to hotwire it to where it maybe uh, somehow contacts? I got to change it to the frequency that's on the our U-boat submarine, which... Okay. I probably have memorized just because to let you know I was all up the, in their business. Just to let you know, the German U-boat that you came on uh, only accepts Morse code. Oh. Cool. I don't know Morse code. Nope. <laughs> I, I know SOS. By the Jonas Brothers? Everybody knows SOS. Yeah. Ooh, this is an SOS. <laughs> Shut okay. up, London. We're Southern. We know it's Morse code, but we're just Southern, um, so we say Morris. <laughs> Morse code. Morse code. Morse. We can't help it. Morse <laughs> Avenue. <laughs> um, okay, well, last I checked, uh, our new captain out there only accepts Morse code, as we all know. Of course. We all definitely know that. Uh, would we know if this... Okay, so it only accepts it, so it, I guess, blocks out any other audio, which I don't fully understand, but... Um, it 
doesn't accept audio. Morse code isn't really audio. It's Is it's it a different a... thing. No, yes, it operates differently. I want to look around the HQ for <laughs> some something with Morse code on it, like like a chart. Did the Germans have? Yeah, they had it, right? Everybody had Morse code, right? Yeah. right? yeah, yeah. Can you a, give me a uh, spot hidden, please? Damn it! <laughs> what are you looking for? Thirty-nine, thirty-five. A Morse code chart, something around the HQ that would be that would have Morse code something on it, because sometimes I'll, they can, forget. Oh, sorry. A I'll say on the wall. when I noticed all this shit going down, I went back downstairs. <laughs> We didn't address oh, how yeah, we got back downstairs. Oh, yeah, I figured we slid down that ladder yeah, real cool. Like, real quick. Yeah. Okay. Like, um, I'm also going to look. 9475, I can't find one either. What are we looking for? A, a Morse, Morse code. code something map. Is this what you're talking about? Yes. Five <laughs> success. Yes, and so Stone Haze uh, opens one of the desk drawers that is Fuck. close to the uh, radio, but um, is a couple of feet away, and there is a book. Uh, in German, but you can tell that it is a Morse code book. Yes, perfect. Here, um, slap it down and uh, let Pinky handle it. Yeah. Could I use my intelligence to do that? My big brain? Yes, give me an intelligence roll. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh, yeah. 4490. I'll accept that. Hard success oh. on your part. Um, so you're able to, and I'm, I'm going to also give you this, you're also able to kind of just hotwire this radio to where it's going to send out a signal to that U-boat in a Morse code fashion. You're able to signal your German U-boat that uh, your Captain Thatch is manning, and you begin to see the U-boat uh, turn. Cool. What are you transmitting? Stop, stop, turn back. Repeat, okay. stop, turn back. Okay. Yeah, and so it stops and begins to turn back. Cool. Thank God. Cool. Okay. Uh, that right. bottom... We just bought us, we bought us some time. Hopefully. Minutes. But now what? What are we going to do? Do we just try to get out of here? Do we try to stop this thing? Uh, Keeper, with the way we approach this facility, how would we assume to get to another facility a mile away by putting back on your scuba suits and swimming and that's it okay <laughs> yeah okay so what was the exact mission we were given again i didn't to uh destroy the german uh u-boat facilities all right well, well mission fucking two or three done we just got to get this third one and i'll say that well um this is fine. Um. Um, okay, well, I think that is the last of our uh, concerns until we figure out what exactly they have outside that is uh, approximately 900 yards long, as you have mentioned. No, that comes into play here. We could use whatever this thing is to destroy this boat. Germany is the only one using U-boats at this point, correct? Right, and who exactly is using the 900-foot beast? Us? The beast is... No, yes, because if we get it to destroy this thing and then we escape, no U-boats can go through these waters. Oh, right, and we just escape by what? Walking? No, we get back in our U-boat and go. Oh, okay, yep. And and it just... it. Do we give it, like, a thumbs up to not and attack our U-boat? We U -boat? have torpedoes. Can everybody give me a deck we... roll, please? 
Oh, fuck. We have six torpedoes. 1880, hard success. You're going to fight 9470 failure. You're going to fight it with six torpedoes? Yeah. It is a quarter. The U-boat is a quarter size of this and thing. And as you are all three arguing, I guess Pinky's <laughs> kind of just sitting there watching as both Dragomir <laughs> and Hayes argue. Dragomir is holding on to one of the desks. Or what are you holding on? You're holding to an object. Are you we'll say on? that I, as I like slam my hands down on the desk when I'm like making my point. Okay. And one kind of, of thing. And the desk that you're holding on to is uh, kind of nailed into the floorboard of this uh, establishment that you're in. Uh, both Stonehaze and Pinky uh, begin to fall sideways uh, into the glass as the facility Fuck. begins to start to crumble and fall towards the ocean floor and the ruins. Just so, like that? It just starts falling? Yes. Okay. I go and grab You're my, on. Grab yes, my now. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Both uh, Pinky and Stonehaze take one damage for hitting the side of the uh, wall, the uh, glass windows. It's so always it a competition between us two, isn't it, Stone? Just who can take the most damage? So the this facility is uh, falling and beginning to, I guess, one of the support beams probably uh, has uh, been kind of like dismantled or something, and it, the facility can no longer stay up, and so it's falling okay. down now. Well, uh, this facility is no longer structurally sound for some reason, so uh, yeah, I would imagine we're all throwing on our gear, right? Yeah. Putting the is gun there... back in the bag. Any sort of like this is wild. Any sort of like harpoon gun or anything in this office, in this HQ, whatever. As I'm putting my gear on, I want to be looking around. In uh, each of these lockers, you will notice that there are one uh, harpoon gun in each. Like there's five of these lockers, so there's a harpoon gun in each with about three rounds. Okay. Is uh, well, Stone will take one, but is there another um, air tank? There is not. Okay. Uh, so be it. He'll throw on his gear, throw the gun in the bag, his pistol, and then grab a harpoon gun. And he is headed towards the entrance that they came out of. Wait, there's a harpoon for each of us? There's yeah. five harpoon guns. Oh. And they oh, yeah. each have three harpoons. So Yeah, I'll take one. I'm going to grab two of them. Sling and, one over my shoulder, have one ready. And the harpoon gun will be 2d6 plus one damage. That's going to do absolutely nothing to this chonker, but at least we're not defenseless. But yeah, no, I have two, so I have a backup one. Okay, so everybody's putting on their gear and exiting? Yes, yep. spear gun, not harpoon gun, whatever. So Semantics. as the facility <laughs> begins to uh, fall, the agents of KP, um, being the best of the best they are, even though when it comes to ladders, they can get hit in the face by them. They're able to put on their scuba uh, attire and they're able to exit the facility. And now you're back out in the water. Matt or Stone Haze, I will tell you, you have about 45 minutes left in the water. Okay. Both Dragomir and uh, Pinky still have about an hour and a half. Okay. And um, what is happening to the other U boat that was in the uh, moon pool there? I'm not going to talk about it. <laughs> Uh, it, it is also crashing with the facility. 
Um, okay, then. Stone will just start booking it towards the nearest um, facility he saw on the map. Um, he knows his predicament, so he's going to hope his comrades follow along. Oh, yes. Uh, real quick, let me address this. Yes, thank you to the chat. Yeah, spear gun. <laughs> or, uh, yes, yeah, spear gun, not harpoon gun. Yes, my bad. <laughs> that, each of you have a huge harpoon gun that you're carrying. <laughs> I'm telling you, I've had the super you're, you're soldiers giant. here. It's fine. I'm basically <laughs> Actually, Bucky Barnes at this and point. Stone yes. grabbed a 400 millimeter um, uh, uh, cannon that they typically put yes, on modern and, warships. And you both are, all of y'all are carrying 288 flak uh, gun turrets also as just Sorry. pistols. So, <laughs> I yeah. just realized Thank that you. I literally have the Bucky Barnes haircut now. <laughs> I have like the Winter Soldier hair. Alright, yes. so, so back to it. Yes, spear gun. <laughs> um, you all have spear guns with about three rounds that do 2d6 plus one damage. Okay. Right. Yeah, and you've Stone's exited uh... out the facility is falling to the depths and it kind of crashes and crumbles and everything and you see the u-boat kind of slide out of the, the hangar uh stone's also keeping so were we suspended above ground in this facility it was like on supports kind of thing like yeah so when we leave the facility so we are above ground so okay so we you yes he would it, was, just, it was so that it had supports that were built into the ocean floor and the facility sat on top of those support beams. One of those support beams, you could probably guess that it had been damaged by the earlier attack oh, and oh. over time it just eventually collapsed and now it's yes. collapsed. Okay. okay, thank God. That makes, that makes me feel better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought this thing was taking us out. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> okay. But it did make a kind of loud noise and a rumble in the, the water. I'm going to get everyone's attention and I'm going to point to the other facilities and then I'm going to point to the U-boat and just go like, like, uh, where are we going? Well, the U-boat's leaving, so someone's just going to head towards the nearest facility. <laughs> Give me uh, a spot hidden, Stonehaze. What about you, Pinky and Dragomir? I don't want to make decisions. I'm going to stay with the, the group. Yeah. I oh. guess if he's I'll let mommy and daddy facility. fight. Uh, <laughs> I take no responsibility for my actions. Uh, 17 versus 35. <laughs> success. Why did I roll? I didn't mean bonus to roll. Time. Sorry. I know. The bonus. This, I love this talent so much. Um, for those curious, the uh, talent is a pulp talent that allows you to a bonus die every time you roll a spot hidden. Ridiculous. It is. So, Dragonbeard, are you going with Stonehaze? Yes. All right. What about you, Pinky? Uh, yep, I'm staying with the group. <laughs> okay, so if you'll give me a spot hit in, please. Okay, so I was supposed to roll. I just instinctively clicked it. Um, forty-one seventy-five success. Perfect. Extreme success, six thirty-five. Hey, as the facility is crashing, you notice it's crashing on top of a bunch of the ruins, but closer to the center of the ruins on the map for this kind of city that's underneath this water. Um, you do notice uh, a couple of uh, feet in front of where the facility that you were just in, where it crashed, there are what looks like to be almost uh, tombs. All right, so we're in the cemetery. 
<laughs> Looks I knew like it. it could be made out of marble. I'll give you that since Pinky had an extreme. Interesting. I want to kind of grab Stone's attention. And I'm going to kind of swim down there and check it out. Because if there's going to be some sort of weapon, it's going to be buried with it's going to be buried there. I'm okay. pretty confident, Carly. Um, but Stone, he'll follow. Uh, he doesn't know what else to do, so he's going to trust that Dragomir knows what they're doing. Ha! And what uh, was that noise? You could risk <laughs> me drowning. <laughs> you uh, should not trust me. And and with that, I don't know uh, what I'm doing. With both of y'all's successes, uh, you begin to swim towards the cemetery, and um, you notice these burial grounds where they are uh, tombs that are on top and they have kind of uh, figures on each of the, I guess, sarcophagus or um, what's another word? I guess coffin? Yeah, coffin. Mm -hmm. Uh, Do we see a a trident figure? (laughs) No, you just see a lot of different figures on these. If you want to give me a a cult roll. Uh, failure. This isn't going to go well. Hold on, I'm trying to find it. 29-5, failure. Pinky, what are you doing? You you uh, you want to give us an occult roll, or are you just, like, just following the group just to be safe? I think I'll just follow the group to be safe. Okay. If anything, I'm looking behind us <laughs> for that monster. Okay. Um, so all you see are these figures on these tombs and they, they are, are different, uh, but you do notice that they are almost human. Um, but from the midsection down of their bodies, they do seem a little bit different than human, um, more fish-like if you would. Uh, if Dragomir was looking at this shit, then Stone is just going to start picking one up, the lid up. Okay. Give me Unless a, someone uh, tries to stop him, I mean. No, me, no, you're good. Give That's me a not strength what I'm roll, about. please. Seventy-four, oh. ninety-five success. Marble's pretty heavy. <laughs> it is, but so is heavier. As Stone is picking this up with. His strength that's almost inhuman for some reason. And he begins to pick this marble slab uh, tomb, uh, I guess the the top of it, up. And he throws it back. And what you see is the skeleton corpse of uh, what looks like to be a human um, from the torso to the head. But... From the torso down, you see the bones uh, that there's no legs. It's almost like (laughs) it's like fish kind of bones, like flippers. Not deep. Oh, God. Okay. (laughs) I know I don't see this. This is Carly. Freak it out. I thought we were Um, fighting deep ones, and this is somehow worse. There's a shield and a sword next to him very big beard coming kind of like strangly beard coming off the skeleton 
Um, if there's nothing else that's notable, uh, Stone's gonna tap Pinky on the shoulder, give him a thrust of the uh, thumb to get out of here and head towards the nearest facility, whatever's closest. Okay. Does anybody then, else want to take a look at any of the other tombs? Yeah. Um, which one looks the most decorated? You will notice that they there's about 30 different tombs, but they are all in a kind of circle, but there is a tomb in the direct center. That's the one I want to check out. Will you give me, uh, well, what, are you just looking at it? No, I want to, like, open it up. Okay, will you give me a strength roll, please? 55-60 success. As Dragomir opens this sarcophagus, she throws the slab over, and it slowly falls and hits the side. Dragomir, you look in to the tomb, and you see another decaying corpse of a very well-dressed man with a very big beard and more uh, fish-looking parts uh, pretty much all the way down after the torso. But in the middle, the hands are kind of crossed like this and on the, uh, the other side of the hands on the chest in between is a very large trident. Okay. I feel very bad about grave robbing. But we need this. So I'm going to take it. And as you take it, can you please give me a power roll, please? Yep. 40, 50 success. Ooh, you lucky motherfucker. <laughs> this triton. And there's almost like a very strange gust of wind underneath this water that begins to circulate around you and the triton. And far off in the distance, up to the northwest, <sighs> you hear a very large roar. And that is where we're going to end our episode for tonight. Shit, of Hudson! Cthulhu. <laughs> oh my god. I don't want to be the one to have this. So now you are the goddess of the sea. Apparently. Anyone who is uh, tuning in late, what has just happened, breaking it down, <laughs> we started at an English... Um, facility for the Agents KP, which is what we are. Special now we found Atlantis off the coast of we Norway. We took a U-boat, trying to find a U-boat like factory from Germany around Norway amongst a lot of ruins with columns and uh, there's a lot of talk about a, a trident um, and Atlantis and there's is a it? large roaring beast fucking this facility up and that just happened. So we have huh. a vampire, aqua woman, and a guy who's good at fixing stuff. <laughs> Did, um... <laughs> yeah, Stone has been feeling a little off since last episode. And I did kill a bug. I killed a scorpion with a hammer and forgot to shut my door so everyone witnessed true. it. That is true. That is true. Does so, anybody yeah. have anything else to add or you know plug for this uh, coming week? This isn't really anything. I don't know if this is relevant, but if it is, 
it's amazing. Um, I'm pretty sure that they end up in Norway is where they wash up at the end of 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. It's like where um, Aranax ends Are you up. telling me Huddy thought this through? <laughs> no, I know oh, he no. did. I just, I'm picking up on that reference, and it's wonderful if that's intentional. I love it. Um, also, uh, <laughs> we will not be doing uh, Miskatonic Tuesday, um, but feel free to catch up on Spot Shots. Oh, the yeah. first episode was just released a day. It's a new kind of trial run, and I hope you like it. We're doing um, Wednesday instead, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're pushing the Wednesday. Yeah, we're pushing. Right. Um, Academy is going to be on Wednesday this week. Right. Um, we're not doing Octung next weekend because it's 4th of July. And the weekend after that. But we are going to try to record the rest of this episode. So part two to Operation Kraken. Um, and, and we'll get that probably out. Probably yeah. might try to broadcast at the same time, right? Oh, yeah, yeah we, we said. We, yeah, we can definitely do that. Yeah, yeah, we'll just put it on Twitch, just the pre-recorded version, hopefully. So, Because I know everybody wants to see what happens to the end of this episode. So thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Uh, do we have any final words before I take us out? Thanks for watching. Yeah. Right. All right. Pinky? Yeah, I'm good. Good. All right. We're signing off. Stay spoopy.